1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sharpened Steel. As always, Chof, Trivia Master, Head Quiz Guy, smartest podcast host on the face of the earth, whatever you want to call me, I am here today with Robbie, Paul, and Dan. Hey, hey, it's good to be back. Let's go. Robbie, welcome back to the show after taking last week off, and and we know... What these hip young folks were up to on the long weekend, but now that it has come and gone, I want to know what you got up to and how was your official or unofficial kickoff of summer?
2: Uh, it was pretty good for me. Honestly, I listened to last week's episode and I loved the uh, the two cents of Dan, so I just had to get that lawn cut, knowing that in, in, in Dan's eyes, I wouldn't be a good homeowner. So I went out and did that, but the ironic thing was the uh, the internet cable got hooked on the handle of the mower and i ripped it out of the wall and that was uh (laughs) maybe like half an hour before we went to record this thing so (laughs) it uh it was a bit of a macgyver to to get me here today right now
3: hey i appreciate that though and the
2: community
3: appreciates that so thank you
2: your civic duty you know what too i gotta cut i gotta cut the neighbors too because they're not gonna do it but don't tell them i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna aim the the blowhole (laughs) at his driveway whoa I'll tell you, Dan,
4: after that two cents, I've been on the prowl, making sure I'm like being aware of it while I'm walking around the neighborhood or driving. And holy shit, there are a ton of front lawns that are just overgrown. It's just dandelion season. The dandelions gave are it a brutal.
1: Give it a couple weeks. and it is, yeah. It's
4: unbelievable. You know what throws me off though? The dandelions
3: are up to your knees. It's what? not like you cut the grass and they grew, they grew fast, in though. four days. Yes, no, they do. That's not. Oh, no. yeah, they do. You're telling me, but the yellow's falling off? The, there's they're no more del- yellows. They're done. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they didn't just grow up, and then no white seeds, no fluff, no yellowness, nothing. They've been dead for weeks, and they're still up to your knees. <laughs> no. no one's cut the grass. Jeez. Dan,
2: agriculture connoisseur over there. I
1: disagree. I know I got ones that grow within a, a, a couple of days. They're up to your calves.
2: Yep. The stems are like as thick as the calves, too. They're huge. Shame. Well, thanks to
1: Doug, I was able to get my 54 holes of golf in. I even got two barbecues in and some beer. So it was a successful long weekend for myself, Paul and Dan.
4: Success for you guys? Did you get your gardens planted? Yeah, you know, we got the gardens planted. Had to put in a couple yards of mulch. A big discussion point in my household. Uh, I'm a colored mulch guy. Oh, I like the reds, red, brown, black. going to you. Uh, I like that, but my wife is just a plain old cedar mulch, not colored. So it's been a, a topic of discussion, and boys, I'm happy to say, yeah, there's no colored mulch. In, oh.
2: In the <laughs> no.
4: The problem with the colored mulch is it does get
3: colorless over time. Like, you always have to top it up. Do you the other thing, I mean? too,
2: is if your bricks don't go with it, it kind of looks weird sometimes. I love a deep black mulch.
3: Yeah, me too. I like great. the black. The red's a nice touch, like you said, Paul, but I've always been black, covered up everything, get the weeds out of there. It's it's a nice touch. But the garden this weekend for me, you know, took some time with my son. uh, A lot of fun, planted out the tomatoes, some cucumbers. We got some zucchinis in there, trying cauliflower this year, a little watermelon, you know, a couple couple specialties coming to the
4: uh, family garden and we'll see what it looks like in a couple months' time. Now, Chof, what's, what's on those barbecues? What, what are you frying up? First sense of freedom, golf's going on. What was the go-to on the grill? Uh, one of the barbecues
1: was some burgers with some nice melted cheese on it. Ooh, classic. And the uh, Victoria Day barbecue was some nice ribeyes. Oh, yeah. I like that. You got to get the ribeyes. got to get that smell going. It was a, a classic,
2: classic weekend. What's the, what's your beer of choice at the grill?
1: Uh, I've actually been getting into the, not so much like the straight, like the seltzers, the Coors Light and the Bud Light seltzers have been, uh, been flowing this spring. So continuing with that, the mango is, uh, my
3: favorite of the Bud Light seltzers. It's so hot this week. We just cracked open a couple of ciders, big cider people around here. You guys, you guys like a good apple cider?
2: I love cider. I've in uh, a little bit older age, older, whatever you want to call us. I gotta go like less sugar. Used to go hard on like the Summersbees, but like really three of those, and I'm (laughs) I'm out for the afternoon and half of the next day. And you know what else started this
1: weekend, guys? Was the NBA playoffs, and we're not gonna do a full preview of it. But any initial thoughts or any thoughts on who's gonna take it down, Dan? Sorry, your preseason Mm. prediction of the Warriors didn't Mm. actually make the playoffs, so you are uh, you're out. Uh, You got a new team, or or what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I gotta go with the tried and true Lakers. Defending champion. LeBron's back. AD's back. Drummond's there. If they play to the potential, I think they're going to make it to the finals. And, you know, I'm really rooting for anyone, and I mean anyone, to beat the Nets. So
2: why? But why? Just why? I, I'm I, yeah, say I would super love team to. You're
3: going to tell me yeah, that the Lakers yeah, exactly. are a super team. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Don't get me wrong. But at least I've been a Lakers fan much. Well, I've been a Lakers fan with Kobe and Shaq. So. It goes back a very long time before goes back it to says other anything. super teams. <laughs> but that wasn't a super team. They drafted Kobe. They and yeah, they, okay. they brought Jack in. Hold on. In. Right.
1: Hold right. on. I, I'm pretty sure I saw you celebrating that Raptors win a couple
3: years ago. How many teams you got? I'm the Lakers fan, but you have to celebrate something local just because it's local. It's mm-hmm. just fun to celebrate. If the Leafs win. You're gonna tell me that you're not gonna go to the parade? No. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? I didn't go to the <laughs> Raptors parade. But I'm gonna be happy for the Leaf fans after suffering. For so long. So
2: a happening. win for the local community. So they you're taking happening. the Lakers. Okay. Robbie, who you got? Uh, in the NBA, I got uh, definitely the Nets. The Nets. Okay. And Paul?
4: Is that a Nets jersey you're wearing there, Robbie? It's a Florida State t-shirt. You know, I got a soft spot. I always have been since I was a little kid. My first uh, NBA game was a Utah Jazz game Ooh, against the Phoenix Suns. That's a good call. Very first team I ever saw. Actually, very first professional sporting event I ever went to. Was a Utah Jazz game, Phoenix Suns. I lived in Utah. Was Carl Malone on the team? Was it the mailman? Did you watch the mailman? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, nice. I did, but obviously I was like young and wasn't into basketball, so I didn't give a shit really. It was just a cool environment to be at. But uh, in retrospect, it was it was an awesome experience. And uh, having lived in Utah as well, um, I have to say my team probably has to be the of j- uh, the Jazz.
1: Great draw though. Now with Memphis in the first round, and then they get the winner of. Uh think dallas and the clippers so not an awful draw for them yeah it's exciting i'm uh i'm going against you dan in the first round i'm going to the phoenix suns with uh that's chris right. paul leading the way on a young team that's gonna prove themselves in the playoffs i think i'm saying the suns take
2: it are you like chofe i know you are dan are you not sick of lebron yet as a, just a fan of basketball not like him a or anything, fan, Just like I every time not. he goes down, it's this big deal, and every, oh my god, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. His, his, uh, his
1: half blind for uh, last two minutes when he was, he got poked in the eye and scratched his retina and all, oh, all yeah, that stuff, I know. and didn't the playing game. That was uh, classic over the top.
2: LeBron. Yeah, it's like he watched um, the last dance, and he's like, man, I need some more footage for my ESPN documentary <laughs> when that comes out, and so he's doing all this other shit that you think is gonna be like, you know. His version of the flu game.
3: Knock the guy all you want, but he's still, uh, when he's on the court, he makes every team better. I mean, you're talking about a guy that has been to the championship with double digits. Can he count it on two hands? Does he need a third hand? I don't know. But this guy is a proven winner and he is one of the greatest no. of all time. Whoa, now, buddy. Did I want him to come to the Lakers? No. And when we signed him, was I upset? No. <laughs> because obviously they're still gonna win, but that doesn't mean I necessarily cheer for him. And you, you know what I mean in terms of those players that you really cheer for and you want on your team. And whether it's a Kawhi or a you know Kyle Lowry or a Jokic uh, or Tatum, you know these players that that people root for and cheer for. And if they leave their team, they follow them. You know LeBron was never that guy for me, whereas Kobe was, Shaq was, you know Michael Jordan was, and so. It is what it is. If, you know, the big news that he went to some party the other day and he potentially could be suspended because he broke COVID protocols. I see no reason why he should have gotten away with it and not be suspended for at least a game or whatever number it is. I thought that was a bit ridiculous. And probably just because it was LeBron and it is the playoffs. But I'm not going to complain either. What the hell do I care? I'm a Lakers fan. It's great for us. We're going to go far. We're beating all your teams.
2: You know i just i just want to put one thing out there lebron is actually in fact a proven loser he's why lost is that way more times in the finals than he's won so he's a proven loser but he my, makes the finals no one can beat him prior to the finals. my
1: problem with lebron always has been and always will be is that from a basketball perspective i don't think he's the best and the reason why i say that is because he he wins and he his teams get better with him because of his athleticism. And he's just a freak athlete who's a monster size-wise. Like, nobody can defend him. Nobody's as fast and as big as him. So I will give him that. He's one of the best athletes. And he's in the best shape of, of probably any athlete in professional sports right now. But when you look at the numbers. He's an average free throw shooter. He's an average three-point shooter. The, the, a lot of the core aspects of basketball. He doesn't excel in. He, and the the areas that he does excel in it's because of his size. He doesn't have the Steph Curry shot, he doesn't have the rebounding skill uh sorry. Uh he doesn't have the free throw shooting skills. He just in my mind that's what keeps him back.
2: That's an excellent point. Overrated.
1: All right, let's move on to something else uh in the sporting news this week. It, it got pretty uh pretty mainstream there for a little bit earlier in the week was about the uh you mean Mercedes versus Williams Astudio in the uh, White Sox versus Twins game where Astudio, who's a position player, was in the game pitching in the ninth inning. He was throwing 47-mile-an-hour meatballs because he's a loser. And he got behind Mercedes 3-0, and and he threw a 3 47 47-mile-an-hour lob pitch, and Mercedes smacked it for a 400-foot home run even though the White Sox were already winning the game 15-4. to Everybody got all up in arms about it. Tony La Russa, the White Sox manager, even said that his player made a mistake and he's got to learn from it. Yada, yada, yada. We're back again to the unwritten rules of baseball and really the unwritten rules of all sports. What were you guys' thoughts of the White Sox twins' situation and really unwritten rules in sports in general?
2: Man, that, these players are getting paid to play well, and also, because of the TV contracts, put on a show, be entertaining. If you want to put that ball out there, or if you don't want him to to mash a ball to the moon, don't put that pitch out there. It's very simple. He didn't have to put it there if he didn't want to hit a home run. The point of that guy's job, and why he gets paid millions of dollars, is to destroy baseballs. So go ahead. I don't know. I don't see a problem with it. If you don't like it, stop it.
3: Yeah, there's something to be said for how bloody impressive it is to hit a 400 foot home run on a 47 mile an hour pitch like that is pretty damn impressive I can see why the whole thing blew up you know the unwritten rules like you wouldn't steal a base if you're up 15 to 4 after a walk you know some little things like that you wouldn't steal home on a passed ball and we've had personal examples of that where pitchers got upset in those situations but at the end of the day I think kudos to Yermain for for knocking this ball out of the park. He's playing to play. La Russa, maybe his words got a bit tangled. I don't know. My initial impression was he said it. He gave the take sign, I believe, and Yermain didn't listen to that. He smashed the ball out of the park. The Twins got a bit upset about it and threw behind him the next game, and so that pitcher got suspended. That's stupid. That's a waste of time, in my opinion. But like Paul always says... Why do you want to take away from the only thing that people are excited about in baseball? And we know numbers are down. We know batting averages yeah. are down. We know strikeouts are up. We know pitching games and, and pitching duels are, are, are more prevalent this year than any other year. And whether that's pitchers using substances or the balls being uh, switched throughout the course of the year since last year and so forth. But let, let them play. Exactly. It's just baseball. And if you didn't want it to happen, then put a real pitcher in. And don't put a player in. So, so my, my take, and just quickly here, is that the unwritten rules of
1: sports, and I'm going to talk specifically baseball here because that's the topic that we're on. A lot of them, in my mind, don't and should not apply to professional sports. And let me tell you what I mean by that. In this situation, there are people that paid to be at that game, like you said, Robbie. People that are, have paid good money to watch a professional baseball game. These players are, are, you know, they go to arbitration. Part of the CBA is arbitration, where literally there's an arbitrator that doesn't take in anything other than the fact that the stats are there. So nobody in their right mind, that's even anybody, but specifically anybody that's in arbitration, is going to give up an at-bat. But the unwritten rules of baseball, and this is where the difference between professional and amateur sports are, is that if you're down 15-4 in amateur baseball, Nobody wants to be embarrassed. Nobody wants to be embarrassed. The game's over. Everybody just wants to go home. They're there. They, they, you, know, you play out the string, but you know the game is over. In professional baseball, you're held to a higher standard. And the criticism should be on all these managers right now that every night we see continuously position player after position player getting thrown on the mound, throwing 45 miles an hour with people who have paid to see the best players in the world play. You should be putting out pitchers that you're paying to pitch, not these jabronis who come out there, throw 45, give out eight runs in one inning, and and everyone's laughing and everyone's joking and having a good time. You're a professional baseball player. Yeah. You should have pitchers in the bullpen. Play to to win the inning. Build momentum into
2: the next game. Are these also not grown men? Like, do do we really care about your feelings, about the fact that you're down, you can't come back, and that sucks, and like... So everyone else should just be like, okay, cool. Let's take it easy on them, guys. No, yeah. you're a professional grown man. Try harder or take the consequences, which is that. It's like, because you, you don't care, you expect them not to care too. That's not, that's not how it works. It's not the deal and, we signed. <laughs> and
3: that's how people get paid, right? More home runs, better stats. It looks better for offensive players. And we've also
1: had personal experiences
3: where in a blowout,
1: we've seen teams switch hit or bunt in certain situations just to get out of the inning. And like I said, those unwritten rules of baseball in youth sports and in amateur sports, there's a place for them, but not in professional sports,
4: in my opinion. Yeah. You guys bring up some really good points. And, and I think you're right in the age of baseball, even though it sucks terribly analytics play a huge role. And and that extra home run might be a difference between an extra 10, 15 K a year on his five uh, year contract or whatever it may be. So I don't blame him for that. I think what you're saying is right, Chris, on on amateur baseball, on amateur sports. But I would also say um, individual sports has a lot more um, latitude for these unwritten rules. And, and really, they're more so just about etiquette rather than not embarrassment. For instance, you know, I can really only speak about golf and experience about knocking, not walking in someone's line right? It's, it's, it's not a rule and maybe it would change a putt. Maybe it wouldn't. I can guarantee you that 12 other people have already walked through that line <laughs> yeah. in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's just about being polite, raking the bunker. There's no rule about raking the bunker, but you still rake the bunker for the next guy. So I think definitely in team sports, unwritten rules are kind of like of a joke, but when it comes to an individual sport, like tennis or, or, or golf in which you're, payday is solely on your performance unwritten rules are okay. Cause it just makes the game a little more friendly, uh, between the players.
1: Like I said, there's, there's a, a time and a place for them for sure. I just think when you throw when you are already giving up or, or making a mockery of the game
4: in itself, by putting a position player on there, you get what you get. I'll tell yeah. you guys, if one real quick, the best, unri- one of the best unwritten rules of golf is, when somebody does amazingly well on the previous hole, you don't ask them what they got on that hole. And I told you about that time in which I uh, got an albatross. So I got a a part two, Mm -hmm. uh, I got two on a par five, you know, and you know what my dad does? My dad looks over me, I get to, right before I tee off, I've already put the hole, I put the ball on the tee, it's in the green, I got honors. Hey Paul, just real quick, what'd you get? (laughs) <laughs> and he's sitting there with the bat. How disrespectful oh, is that? <laughs> did you get After a After I that just hold out from 260 yards.
2: <laughs> it's it's pretty damn obvious what you got. Gummy right? thing. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes, I, using yeah. a three-wood. What shot did you think I was whole, taking?
1: The whole course knows. There's hooting and hollering going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. I went <laughs> yeah. crazy. Gave me high fives. It was awesome. I got but, a par,
2: Dad. Thanks.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so real yeah. quick here. What are your guys favorite unwritten rules that you want to see kept or what are some, what is one that you truly hate that every time it comes up, you cringe?
3: The one I really like in baseball is really simple. When you're up 15, don't steal bases on the other team. You don't need to, you're up enough. There's no way they're coming back. If it's a past ball and it's a tournament and and run differential matters. Sure. But realistically in a regular game, regular season, just stand on the base. You don't need to go anywhere. If you get hit around, if you get walked around, sure. But don't, don't steal a base on a pass ball. Don't steal a base, period. It's just not worth the time.
2: Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm, I get that, and it's, this is funny because as much as I hate celebration, it's like, I don't remember who said this, but it was, if you don't want me to dance when I get a touchdown, then stop me. And that's kind of how I think of that.
1: In rebuttal to that, Robbie, and this is where I stand from the professional versus amateur in amateur baseball, if you're down 15, nothing and I have personal experience of this. And so does Dan, we can't stop you. That's, that's why we're down 15, nothing. That's true in professional sports. Yeah, they can stop you. But the reason yeah. why we're down 15, nothing is because we can't stop you. Yeah. I so mean, you don't need yeah. to keep doing it
2: in professional sports. This is what I mean in professional sports and amateur sports. It's like, I don't know. There's a, yeah, definitely a difference there for me. I think mine is, I don't watch soccer because I hate soccer, but kicking the ball out of bounds when some loser 30 yards away in the pitch has decided to fake an injury and go down. So this guy gets to fake an injury. And now all of a sudden, because it's an unwritten rule, you literally give possession to that team. Cause that guy decided to fake being hurt. There's, stupid.
1: There's no possession given. They give you the ball back.
2: Oh, they do. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. well, I still, I, I don't like it. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're never actually hurt too. So it's just like, Quit wasting everyone's time. Just keep going. He'll get up but like he usually does. All right, guys. I'm going out of the sports world for this unwritten rule. It's a societal rule. Oh, okay.
4: It has Stands to happen. six feet,
3: eh? Six feet.
4: I think that is hey. a written rule. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's on a, on a book or a scroll somewhere <laughs> that needs to happen. This is what hold I'm on, saying, on. Let me guess. Let me guess. You have to vote with your party. <laughs> oh no, that's strictly enforced. Cover, <laughs> cover your mouth when you sneeze. Look at, look at, look at, look okay. If you're sitting there, whether you're at the mall or sporting engagement or whatever it is, and you're sitting there using a urinal and there's five or six empty ones and the person comes right next to you. They're all open. They know it's all open. You know it's all open. And they come right next to you. It's the beefiest move I think I have to say is out there. I'll tell you, if you're going in to the washroom, gentlemen out there, give some space if possible. You already know. You already know.
2: Now, sometimes some people are just looking for some chit-chat. You know? I don't, it's nice I don't think anybody chit-chat. doesn't
1: know that rule. I think they're just looking for some chit-chat. Uh, <laughs> for me, I like the, the baseball unwritten rule that if there's a no-hitter going, unless you're a bunter, you don't bunt to break up a no-hitter. That's
2: mm.
1: Respect.
2: Nah, it's you not really earned at that point. Then, but they let him have it. What? Because you can, if you if you can break up a no hitter by doing it in a perfectly legal way, and don't. Oh, okay. Maybe you're if saying the like,
1: situation calls for it. Yeah, but if you're down right, nine nothing, right. nobody's nobody's calling a but. You're only bunting because to break the no hitter. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not a normal bunter, then it's kind of a scummy thing to do. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right, so that's going to be the end of this segment. Uh, let us know, Sharpen Steel Nation, about some of the unwritten rules of society and or sports that you don't like or some that you do like on Twitter at SteelSharpened. And we're going to be right back after this quick break with our chocolate draft that has been weeks of anticipation and buildup. So we'll be right back.
0: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Alright, we are back and we're gonna get right into our chocolate draft. So the rules for this week are the same as normal. Four rounds, snake draft. The last time we did one of these, it was a candy draft that we did not allow chocolate. But this time is just chocolate. So there has to be chocolate in it. It can be a chocolate bar or for lack of a better term, chocolate candy, uh, but it has to have chocolate in it. The order for this draft is going to be Robbie, followed by myself, followed by Paul, and Dan will round out the first round. Any questions before we get started, boys?
2: No, I'm good.
1: That's rock. All right, so I will hand it over to Robbie. Let's get us started in the chocolate draft.
2: I think my chocolate bar, it's not too popular, I think. So I'm going to leave that one. Um... But what I'm going to go with first is plain and simple, my all-time favorite chocolate ice cream. Probably didn't have to be a number one overall pick, but I think maybe you guys are going to go all chocolate bars. I got I'm all over the map here, all right? So first pick, chocolate ice cream.
1: Chocolate ice cream actually
2: sucks. Oh, it's the best. There's nothing... It's so bad. No. It's so bad, man. The
3: right chocolate ice cream, like a gelato shop chocolate ice cream, that is so good.
2: No, chocolate everything. Chocolate everything, chocolate everything. and ice cream with 30
3: degree heat? I'm applauding the pick. That's great. Outside of the box, threw me right off. Nice
2: job, Robbie. Chocolate ice cream, chocolate chips, chocolate sauce.
3: I got a funny story about chocolate ice cream that
1: I'm going to share with you guys. So when I uh, first started dating my wife, we had planned to get ice cream after dinner or after work one day and we were texting. And uh, I sent what I thought since birth or since it came out, I sent... What I thought was the chocolate ice cream emoji to her, and I said after. after
3: (laughs) It's already funny because we know where it's going. (laughs) I I
1: said, "Yeah, after dinner, I can't wait. We will go for ice cream." And then I sent her. What I now know to be the poop emoji, oh my but I God. thought it was the ice cream emoji. Uh, chocolate soft, soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she was uh, a little confused why I wanted to go uh, for shits after dinner, but I, we got on the same page eventually, and now I know that it's a, it's a poop emoji.
3: So Guy was having some spicy wings for dinner and needed to take a little number two <laughs> after. Yeah. All right, but I'm going to come back with a classic for me. Caramilk
1: is my first round pick. You got the bar, you break it into the little squares. You can have a little bit, save some for later. You can have the whole bar right now. Caramilk,
4: my first round pick. Speaking of having a little now, a little later, or all at the same time, I'm going with the Reese Peanut Butter Cups. Unbelievable ratio between chocolate peanut butter. Many have tried, often replicated, never duplicated. The Reese Peanut Butter is unbelievable. I love my myself a good old Reese peanut butter cup. Now, some people put it in the fridge or freezer in order to enjoy them, but I'd say I, I just like them room temperature.
1: You get the trifecta? Don't they have the double ones or the triple ones?
2: I think so. It's like
4: the yeah. jumbo. I've, I've actually, from the Hershey store in, in uh, Niagara Falls, gotten just the big one pound cup. Oh. It was too much.
2: I think they're kind of overrated. Yeah, I there's mean, too I'm much not a peanut pe- butter. There I need more chocolate. And I'm
1: not a peanut butter guy. Me neither. So oh. when I have one, all I taste is
4: peanut butter, yeah. and I don't like it. So I'm a huge peanut butter guy, not a huge chocolate guy.
3: The peanut butter smart. cups are delicious. Yeah.
4: To round out the first round, I'm gonna go with a classic:
3: nougat, caramel, peanuts, enrobed in milk chocolate, and it can be none other than Snickers. Damn guys
2: reciting it. poetry over here.
3: And it should be poetry because that's what this chocolate bar is. It's poetry in my mouth. It is delicious. You can have it anytime, any place, anywhere. It's potentially the perfect chocolate bar. That's number one. You're not you when you're
1: hungry. I was just going to say that. (laughs) And great advertisement. Is it great advertising though? Like when I'm hungry, I'll tell you, the last thing I'm thinking of is getting a chocolate bar.
2: I know. Yeah. Like I need a meal. I don't need a...
3: Yeah. Like if I'm hungry, I need a meal. I so need, need energy, that sugar, pick me
2: up. Yeah, that's, but uh, and, that's not you know, hungry. That's... In this
3: health day and age, they've just done a great job of saying, hey, you don't <laughs> need like a healthy treat. You just need a Snickers and you're going to go back to you."
2: Weird. Dan was an asshole. He ate a Snicker. Now he's just a little bit less of an asshole because he's <laughs> yeah. still fucking starving. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, still, he, still, he's a prick. still starving. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to follow that up with a little treat called a coffee crisp.
2: Damn it. Mm. Damn it. That was the one I thought no one was going to pick.
3: Yeah, because you love coffee. You love the crunch, Coffee Crisp. Number one pick in the second round.
1: Meh.
2: I love Coffee Crisp. That was excellent.
3: It's the best Halloween chocolate bar.
2: Yeah. I had, uh, I just worked with a woman from Los Angeles, and they don't have Coffee Crisps in the state in the states. And uh, yeah, her favorite chocolate bar in, in the world. Actually, just had to keep bringing them in for it. Bringing them in. Bringing them in.
4: <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going with a chocolate malt milkshake.
2: I count that. That's good. Excellent choice right there.
4: If we're including chocolate ice it's cream. Got to be that's ice cream. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but isn't it part of chocolate ice cream? I when I make Don't my chocolate so. malts, use vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce, powdered malt, not that liquid shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mix it all up in my 1950s era milkshake maker with the silver cup, and I crush those, those that know me personally know that I have one, well, two or three weekly, and <laughs> um Oh God,
2: I love me a good chocolate malt.
4: Go for it, Paul, because that just means my team will be even stronger.
1: Because that's just one less of mine that you can pick.
2: (laughs) You know, I can't believe you guys chirped me for chocolate ice cream and you like vanilla. It's the most plainest. No, it's
1: not plain. The flavor flavor is vanilla. Like I hate when people say it's 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 it's, it's plain. No, no, the the flavor doesn't
2: taste like nothing, but it is plain. It is the flavor
1: is vanilla. It's plain because our society society has called it
3: plain. No, No. it's vanilla. Just like you have vanilla (laughs) and chocolate. And strawberry—it's a different yeah. flavor. It's yeah, not exactly plain. exactly. It's not just yeah, it is milk. a plain flavor, and not only though.
2: That, you there can are such cake. things as plain flavors.
4: Let's say, for your argument, Robbie, that vanilla is plain. That's fine. Then, with that plain ice cream, you're able to do whatever you want with it. You, you know, can make any caramel. Cream. You can make it chocolate if you wanted. You can make it strawberry. The versatility is unbelievable. You have chocolate ice cream. You are locked. In my friend.
2: That's right. (laughs) That's where you want to be. You want to be locked in with chocolate. Give me me that vanilla bean. Vanilla is your favorite flavor. Then beige is probably your favorite color too. (laughs) All right. Moving
1: on with the chocolate draft. My pick in the second round is actually my favorite chocolate bar. The Mars bar. Mm. I stay with the chocolate and caramel. Love that gooey caramel. Mm. Love it. Mars
3: we're going to Mars, baby. You know what the problem <laughs> with Mars is? There's no peanuts. Oh, my God. It's like a poor man's version of Snickers. It's wants like it? peanut free. It's like marketed as peanut free. I don't know if it still is, but it was for about 10 years there. 10 I times the out Snickers, of 10. I go
2: Mars over Snickers. 10 I, times out of 10. that
3: That's ridiculous. I bet the Snickers factory probably miscalculated, didn't put peanuts in a bunch of them and said, fuck, we got to put out Mars. Like, this is just, let's title it something ridiculous because this chocolate bar sucks.
2: Or they stole the idea from Mars. <laughs>
3: aliens the martians came down and gave them a mars chocolate bar recipe <laughs> i used to think because of the uh
1: what is it a book men are from mars women are for venus is that, yep. is that a book i used to think that only males were allowed to eat mars <laughs> and i remember asking at a very young age what chocolate bars do girls get to eat that guys can't eat there was none <laughs> and that's when i found out that girls can in fact eat mars bars
2: <laughs> all right robbie what do you got Okay, going into the, uh, or ending the second round here, I'm going to add something to my ice cream. I'm going to have some chocolate cake right beside it on the plate there. (laughs) This
3: guy's uh, all over the map. (laughs) Chocolate chocolate cake's as bad
2: as chocolate ice cream. Straight chocolate everywhere. Okay? Is this a chocolate draft or what?
3: Surprised you didn't go with a plain chocolate bar too.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, it would be called a vanilla bar. Is what it would be. That would be a plain bar, just a fucking hunk of vanilla. You guys are gonna love this pick if you liked my last two. To put on, <laughs> oh my god, to put chocolate on the
3: sprinkles, Chocolate <laughs>
2: sprinkles, please, <laughs> to, put on, to put on top of that chocolate cake some chocolate mousse.
3: You're hitting me with all the feels here. There's a dessert.
2: It. You see, there's a theme here, guys. It's this is more than just chocolate bars, okay. Chocolate exists outside of the bar form. We're drafting a plate here. Something, you know, you can move from texture to texture. So I got chocolate mousse. Uh,
1: Moving on to the, my third round pick. I'm going with some milk chocolate, another bar. Let's get some bubbles in our life and let's go with the arrow.
3: I like it. Smooth, tasty, pure chocolate, light and refreshing. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that include the mint version? All
1: arrows are included. But yes, I, you know what? Sometimes you need a little arrow mint minis. Just pop a couple in your mouth and you... It's like, like a tic-tac, tic-tac, isn't it? Yeah, 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 basically. Chocolate
2: mint, no good. I'm not a big fan of chocolate mint.
4: All right, guys. I'm going to corner the market here in this chocolate draft. Too bad, so sad. I'm sorry. I'm taking chocolate fondue and all the fixins. <sighs> mm. I'm taking the strawberries. I'm taking the bananas. I'm taking the pound cake. I'm taking the Rice Krispie squares. I'm taking everything you can dip in this damn chocolate fondue, and
2: I'm doing it. It's on my team. You can't have my cake. I got the cake.
3: <laughs> With the final pick in the third round, Team Dan chooses Crunchy, Honeycomb. Stick to your teeth when you eat it. That's the one. I don't yeah. remember what Crunchy. What's Solid Crunch. It's Crunchy. It's in the name. It sounds like the exactly rapper. what it tastes the like. Rapper's it's delicious. Gold. Beautiful. Yeah, that one. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. And I'm stuck in limbo right now because in my mind I want to choose one that's outside of the box that I know those people out there will enjoy if you're a Christmas person. But I also feel damn shameful for leaving off my favorite chocolate bar. But because it's a draft, I'm going to go with a Santa Claus favorite. And I have to say the chocolate orange. You get to knock it on the table. I thought you were going to go chocolate chip cookies.
2: You want to go again? You want to pick another? Pick I else? was
3: shocked. I thought you were going to go yeah. chocolate
1: chip cookies. Big no. time. No Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies with chocolate milk would have been like, that would have been it. But you went with chocolate orange. You stole Robbie's last pick, by the way. A bad, <laughs> just a bad take.
2: Okay, <laughs> go terrible. ahead. Talk about you guys your don't orange. like a
3: chocolate orange?
2: No. My who mom leaves cho- does.
3: Who leaves, you guys leave chocolate chip cookies for Santa Claus?
2: What do you leave? Fucking white bread? slices or something
3: Uh, what the fuck did i leave this year oatmeal cookies oh god listen we're gonna do a cookie draft next aren't we (laughs) (laughs) you're
2: gonna take oatmeal first overall yeah and chocolate orange cookie (laughs) or
3: whatever those chocolate orange lovers they're coming to team dan Mm -hmm. because that is a nice pick niche market okay well done great choices good job team dan welcome to the team it's
2: not a good pick because no one would have picked that ever
3: this and chocolate cake and chocolate. We could have had a 10 round draft. That, oh, yeah, you, we could have had like a 50 round draft. That I wouldn't have picked chocolate corn.
4: <laughs> Go ahead, Paul. I was worried your... about that
3: for the first three <laughs> rounds, thinking
4: Paul's going to take <laughs> this thing from me. <laughs> what's your last pick, Paul? Uh, my last pick in the same kind of sentiment of the Christmas time. You know, that's my season. It's officially in 214 day, the b- days, the big man comes down the chimney. I'm taking a Toblerone.
1: Mm, that's I a love pick. that I like
4: triangle. It. The nougat in there kind of gets stuck to your teeth. You can get in a variety of sizes: the stocking stuffer, just a small one to pop in, maybe having your desk at work. The giant one that you crush in one sitting while watching Elf. Come on! Did I ever tell you the time I won like a ten kilo
3: toger? I Omar? do remember that. Yeah, it was. actually you some ever eat it all? Crazy ass uh, circus Wonderland thing, Christmas time, and I was playing those crowned and anchors, and I popped it on. And I ended up winning. I don't know why that was a prize. It's not like I won money. I I put money down and I I got a 10 kilo Toblerone. But I was so disappointed because I was like flaunting it. I took a bunch of pictures with this thing and we got home and I opened it up. And it was just like 100 really tiny Toblerones. Mm. Very disappointing. But I mean, it's still 10 kilos of chocolate. But I got a beef with Toblerone, Paul. You got to break the triangle off to eat it, and then it melts in my hand. You like, just there's no wrapper drafted
2: a chocolate orange you have to smash off your table before yeah, you eat that's, it.
3: that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Oh,
2: my God.
3: Oh my God. And each individual piece is like—it's still in the wrapper, the little piece you eat. It's not like the Toblerone. You can't just pop in the whole
4: triangle. You got to hold it. It melts. At least you know it's broken up. You smash that orange, and you open it up, and it still hasn't broken. You gotta. Like- Oh, shit. Well, I yeah. just peeled off all the fucking just foil, go- so I guess I got to put it back
3: together. Yeah. Put taste. it behind my tire and it's back
2: the, over it. Maybe that'll do it. Uh, it's oh. just
3: delicious. Fine. I give it to you. Tobler <laughs> don't taste good.
1: All right, I'm going to move on with our last, or my last pick of this draft, and I cannot believe with these poor dra- of we got ice cream, cake, mousse, orange, fondue, milkshakes, the amount of great chocolate bars that are going to be left out there. So I'm going to I'm going to stick to my guns here and stay with my planned fourth overall pick because it gives my team a little bit of diversity. I like to have diversity on my teams, but I I'm gonna I got caramel, I got Mars chocolate and caramel, chocolate with arrow, and I'm going with that coconut chocolate bar bounty. Woof!
3: It's very different,
1: but it I don't different. mind them. I'm leaving Kit Kat out there. I'm leaving it out there, Robbie. You know what? And Rolo.
3: Yeah, I can't believe Kit Kat made it this far. And Robbie's not going to choose it because he hasn't chosen the chocolate chip cookies yet. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm going somewhere I didn't think uh, was going to get taken here. Obviously, as you could tell by my first first three picks, but uh, Mister Irrelevant in this draft. You get it out of the wrapper. It's a nice pastry. Chocolate pop tarts. Jesus! (laughs) This is by far the worst drafted team that's ever ever happened. This is the best, honestly. It's like (laughs) you can even crumble them. You know, you get them a warm. I used to think uh, raw pop tarts when I was a kid was the way to go. Until I actually finally decided to wait two minutes and put one in the toaster. My God, these things are good. Like, what are we even arguing here? You can crumble them up. You can put them in your ice cream. In, on your cake, cover them in chocolate mousse. <laughs> they can be a breakfast put them lunch, on your ice cream. or dessert. They're, they're all over the place.
4: I'm a Listen, toaster strudel man myself.
3: Oh, yeah. Apple, apple,
4: apple, strawberry.
3: Hmm. Yeah, a little icing on top. I like the little packaging oh, yeah. you put on how much icing you want. Yeah. I got to say How much you it,
4: want. Like you don't use the whole thing? Of course I <laughs> on. What the, what the fuck am I about? saying? <laughs>
3: Listen, for those of you, in case we edit the part out where Robbie asked about different options for this chocolate draft and needed to clarify, (laughs) and we said, yeah, you can choose like anything chocolate as long as there's chocolate in it, I still didn't think you would ever pick. Those any of these. four things. In any of them. <laughs> wow, like, and not really? to go with
4: one chocolate bar. At least I got yeah. one chocolate yeah. bar. On I, my well, list. Yeah,
2: I was gonna Kit go Kat. coffee crisp, Dan took it. And score. then on my backup from there was Mars, and Dan took that. My chocolate bar, had I gone chocolate bar, would have actually been crunch. So I was really glad you that was not the one you picked, Dan.
1: Kit Kat, ms Score, smarties rollo Turtles.
3: Yeah.
2: There's All Turtles, there.
1: a great Chris Turtles yeah. is good yeah. actually. Yeah. All I out like there turtles. All out there. All right, that's our draft, ladies and gentlemen. So to recap our teams before we move on, Robbie, chocolate ice cream, chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, and chocolate Pop-Tarts. I have Caramel, Mars, Arrow, and Bounty. Paul, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Chocolate Malt Milkshake, Chocolate Fondue, and Toblerone. And Dan has Snickers, Coffee Crisp, Crunchy, and Chocolate Orange. Let us know which team you guys have as your favorites. And we'll be right back on the other side of this break.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky?
1: You saw me standing Standing alone alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own That's right ladies and gentlemen Blue Moon will be rising on Saturday afternoon And you can catch me singing along As Manchester City takes on Chelsea For the UEFA Champions League title You heard me talk about it in the winter. The Citizens are motivated to get their first ever European Champions League title. And you can bet it, book it, and bank it. Manchester City will defeat Chelsea for the title. All right, I am here, ladies and gentlemen, to lead Trivia as the Trivia Master for this week after a long-awaited hiatus from this seat i am back and i have a little bit of a curveball for you guys this week i'm not going to be throwing out any multiple choice or closest to we are going straight lists this week complete the list we're going to keep going there's no telling how many points we're going to be able to get the fifth question everybody's oh, like going to be still love it. have a chance So, uh, as we go through, we'll we'll discuss the order that the answers will be given. But basically, you're going to keep going until you give a wrong
2: answer. This is great. I'm so stoked for this.
1: You guys clear on the rules? Yep. Yep. All right, so for the first question, the order is going to be Robbie, then Paul, then Dan. And then we will continue with that order until everybody gives a wrong answer or we go through them all. So, according to a study done by McLean's, so this is a Canadian study, citizens voted for their favorite Halloween candy in 2018. Sorry, their ha- favorite Halloween chocolate in 2018. There are no candies on this list. Name a chocolate in the top nine, and we'll start with Robbie. This tough.
2: Mars, Mars bar. Mars
1: is correct. Uh, Kit
3: Kat Correct Peanut Butter Cups Correct
2: Snickers Correct Twix Incorrect Oh.
1: Oh. Arrow Correct It's back to Robbie
2: I got one here, but I don't know if it's really going to count Did we say Coffee Crisp? Did someone say that?
1: We have not guessed Coffee Crisp Coffee Crisp That is correct There are three left, Dan M&Ms Incorrect Right on
2: can I give a guess here for one of them?
1: Yeah, you keep going. No, you keep going.
2: Okay. Um. I'm just gonna uh, tootsie roll. Nope. Is that does that even count? Mm, that I chocolate? don't think so. Okay.
1: So I the correct answers that you guys did not get were number four was O. Henry. Oh. Number seven was Mr. Big. And number eight was Crunch. 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 Nice. So after one. Robbie has three points, Dan has two, and Paul has one. Question number two, we're going to the NBA for this one, gentlemen. And Paul will go first, followed by Dan, and followed by Robbie. In the NBA this season, to qualify for an award and as a leader, you have to play 70% of your team's games. Name the top nine scorers in points per game for this season. And
4: Paul, you go first. Uh, I'm going to go out with, uh, I don't know, LeBron? Uh, no. He didn't pay 70%? Uh, no. No, he You want to think? You think you... you so, sorry. Someone Steph, says that Steph Curry. he <laughs> is one of the best players. He doesn't play in 70% of the games. Are he you was pa- hurt this year. Oh,
1: who cares? Uh, Dan, I heard Steph Curry in there. That is correct.
2: Um, I'm, I'm nervous with this one because I don't know about points, but I'm going to say Russell Westbrook.
3: Nope. This is great because I can just... Dan, you can go here. uh, Bradley Beal. (laughs) Yep. Giannis. Yep. I'm not 100% sure after that, but I'm going to say
1: Mitchell. No. Dan doesn't take full advantage. So the six that you guys missed were Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, Doncic. Dak Levine, Zion Williamson, Kyrie
3: Irving. Kyrie. I was going to say, say Kyrie, but I couldn't think. I, I was like, I don't no, think he played no 70%. Game. And yeah. then I'm like, with Durant, there's so
2: many missed games didn't, in there. And I don't think Harden did either, did he? No. no Harden yeah. definitely didn't. Well, obviously not, because they would have been on that list.
1: All right. So Dan has the lead with five, Robbie with three, Paul with one. Back to the chocolate world now. I got this from the walmart.ca shopping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this, the order is Dan, Robbie, Paul. And on the Walmart website, when you do, are doing your your shopping, there are ten M&M flavors that you can get at Walmart in, in Canadian stores. What are they?
3: Peanut MMs. That's correct.
2: Uh, chocolate. Yep. Uh, peanut butter.
3: Yep. Almonds. That's correct.
2: Uh, they don't have s- <laughs> like sour candy MMs. No they do not no I know damn Paul uh, they have pretzel that's
3: correct it's wow you took it eh it's the one I wanted I'm going way back to my childhood and I'm gonna say crispy yeah they still got that yeah crisp it still yeah. exists yeah
4: Paul back to you uh, I don't think they make this even anymore but peanut butter and jam no wow nah. no Dan you got anything
1: left in there
3: I'm gonna go with a simple dark chocolate
1: no no So you guys got 6 out of the 10 Which is actually pretty good There's a mint crisp There's a fudge brownie A caramel
2: And an English toffee you I guys say caramel do. Yeah They don't do dark chocolate and didn't They do. go fucking fudge brownie
1: So the standings are Dan with 8 Robbie with 4 Paul with 3 Robbie As long as you keep it within 28 You got a shot at the last question So it's okay I don't know how well versed you're gonna be in that category, but you still got a shot. Bring it. Question number four. In NBA history. Oh, Paul, God. I know I know you love it. But in NBA history, <laughs> there are ten franchises who have five or more NBA finals appearances. Can you name them? Now, for the orders for the last two, we're going third place, second place, first place. So, Paul, you will go first. Oh, I like that. Ten teams have at least five finals appearances. Uh Lakers. Uh, that is correct
2: Celtics
4: that is also correct Bulls correct I'm gonna take the Knicks yep mm, that's a good
2: one uh, the Heat
4: yep Spurs yep oh that's good the 76ers yep hey um, man, how many um, teams are in this 10
3: oh, wow We're doing fucking great yeah you got three more cavaliers
1: yeah okay two more dan uh pistons yeah all right paul to take it you got one one left i'm shocked you guys don't have this uh
4: you know what i i am plum out of ideas the pistons was my like long shot like no idea uh i'm just gonna go with uh Golden State Warriors with... I was going to say, it's the only one the I can Golden think of. Golden
1: State Ooh, Warriors! You guys did it! You got all 10. <laughs> Woo! And Paul gets four. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, that
3: was great. Nicely done. So the Who standings? says we don't know basketball? right <laughs> Oh, man. So the standings
1: are Dan 11 and Paul and Robbie with seven. So you need Dan to go out early on this last one. But like I said, there are some opportunities to come back. So... Again, we'll go third, second, first You guys are in a in a tie right now But because Paul went first last time Robbie will go first this time So it's Robbie, Paul, and Dan is the order And here we go So under the Hershey chocolate Oh man <laughs> Umbrella On their website There are 28 brands Listed under the Hershey chocolate umbrella Name them
2: Um Oh man, I don't want to pee out early caramel uh, no. <laughs> uh, Hershey's?
4: Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I easy say, like that's the I
1: can't believe you went with that one first. Like, there's so, there's, there's at least two that are, like, obvious.
3: Come on.
2: Can we start over? No.
3: <laughs> yeah, um.
2: Oh. Pop-tarts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Reese's
4: Pieces Reese's Reese's is a brand Reese's is a brand
2: of hot Yeah, go ahead Paul um Almond Joy yep one of these like man some of this is easy now I can take a second (laughs) Kit Kat Kit Kat is one of them wow Mm. nice one
1: back to you Paul Mm. uh does Hershey's Kisses count
2: yes it does or is that part of the Hershey
1: nope Hershey is the bars (laughs) right Arrow. Arrow is not in. Okay, Paul. Current
4: score, 13-10. You need three to tie, Oof. four to win.
2: Let's go, Paul.
4: Okay, I know two, I think, is Yorkshire Patties. Yep. Uh, and Payday. Yep. I think that's one from the United States. One more to tie. I know well, <sighs> one more uh,
2: I know one that
4: is uh,
2: Mr. Goodbar. Yep.
4: That's so a tie
2: We're tied You're Now tied. I'm, I'm stuck I do think if it goes to overtime I, I get a chance to come No, back I have a tiebreaker No, oh, okay. I
4: don't know okay. Okay. okay, so this might be an eh, eh, And we'll have the tiebreaker Or not, I'm not too sure But I believe Hershey's also makes Jolly Ranchers Which are not a chocolate bar That is a win Wow! Woo! Nicely
2: done, <laughs> Nicely done, Paul. Paul, I, knew, I Paul I, and chocolate.
1: I put those <laughs> basketball <laughs> questions on there, and the whole time I was like, "Paul, I, know I got one for you."
4: Thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. Oh man, um, there's also one that's there's one that's called like yes. a Mr. Crickle, I think, or something like that, or Crichel or Crinkle, Crinkle, maybe Crackle, Crackle.
3: crackle? It's like the Rice Krispie uh, one that used to come with like the Mr. Good bars.
1: I don't know which one you're referring to, but there is nothing called cr- Crackle. So uh, the final okay. score Paul 14 Dan 13 Robbie 7. So here are the ones that you guys did not get. Fifth Avenue Bark Thins Breathsavers Brookside Bubble Yum. I didn't expect you guys to get those ones. Uh Cadbury is a is a mm. good one. Good and plenty. Heath icebreakers milk duds mounds. Rolo, Score, Symphony, Twizzlers, Whatchamacallit, Whoppers, Zagnut, and Zero. Those are the 28 brands of Hershey chocolate. So, Paul, congratulations on your victory. You'll be back in this chair next week. Mr. Perfect takes his crown back. Robbie with another
3: L this week. Failure.
2: But I did love that format. I think we should bring that back a lot. A lot of fun. (laughs) it's a good way to keep it close and like you can have comebacks as well it's it's nice
1: and especially if you're always on the losing side right
2: yes exactly that's why i want this to be uh, implemented as a rule
1: all right thanks for listening ladies and gentlemen hopefully you guys had fun this week with us Uh, give us your feedback at steel sharpen on twitter and as always take care of yourselves take care of each other and have a fucking blast